All right, welcome into another episode of the Growing Faith Podcast. My name is Rick McClatchy. I'm a staff pastor at the Rocky Butte campus of Manor House in Portland, the greater Portland metro area. Mine specifically Rocky Butte campus, uh, just, just down the street from the Portland airport. Uh, we are a church that wants to reach, gather, equip, and lead. And it is my honor to be here today. Our focus on this podcast is to talk about pastoral care in the church and how to equip people to better care for those in the church and even outside the church, as well as talk about small group ministry and how to equip leaders, how to release more people um, really to be disciples of Jesus, because that's what really changes lives and that's what changes the world. Today, I am welcoming back a friend of the podcast, Justin Wiedenman. Welcome back. Well, thanks for having me back, Rick. It's uh, it's a real honor. Man, well, it is good to have you here. I am honored that you would take time to come and be a part of this episode. So the last time we had you on, we were kind of just talking about your personal journey, your kind of your testimony of coming into the church, being a part of the church for quite some time without, well, I think safe to say, without too much connection to Jesus at all, Absolutely. without really much connection to the body of Christ really just kind of a, a float in float out kind of a thing and maybe minimal minimal impact in your life would that be safe to say no absolutely correct and so yet there was a time there was a point where you had some need in your life and you responded by reaching out so kudos to you for reaching out and then kudos to jesus for just being <laughs> awesome and being that persistent persevering coming after us, always pursuing us, that kind of love. I love that about Jesus. Um, so you started to get connected. You got baptized. You really dedicated your life to Christ, um, got into a small group. And so in our last episode, we actually mentioned that you're getting ready to launch into leading your own small group. Oh yeah. Are you a little freaked out about that? Are you feeling good? I mean, how are you feeling? Uh, no, I was never... I'm not freaked out at all. Um, you know, in your in your, you know, men's group, uh, you like to drop the seed on everybody. And for the longest time, I, I just there is no way there is no way I would have my own group. Um, I would never in the position to lead people anything like that. And again, Jesus uh, just started like just weighing on me to to do this to do this and at that same time you know the men would just start reaching out to me um just wanting to just to talk or just whatever it is they needed they just wanted me to be there for them and to mix with that my own wife who is more I would in my words I would say an introvert mm -hmm. um if someone's gonna come over it's got to be like immediate family and she just started saying, hey, you should invite so-and-so over. Hey, you should invite. And she kept doing this week after week. And all those things at once, I was like, okay, I'm, I am going to listen to, you know, Jesus, the Holy Spirit, whatever. I need to start my own uh, small group. And that's when I approached you and was like, hey, you know, give me some advice. Help me out. Yeah, come on. So, uh... So how long, how long from when you kind of first felt the Holy Spirit impress that on your heart to when you like actually pulled me aside and said, Rick, I need to do this. Help me figure it out. 
Good question. Um, I would say not longer than two months. Okay. Like I start, I would hear it. I started feeling it. Um, and then I would think about it little by little each day. Um, and then to where I saw my wife inviting guys, like, I, I don't know that, that was it. The confirmation. That was the it. Yeah. Did, like... I was like, if she's gonna start pointing out that we need to have people over to see how they're doing. God must be doing something. Exactly. Right? Yeah. <laughs> and the best part was when I brought it up to her, I was like, Hey, uh, this is what, this is what's weighing on me. Um, if you are inclined to doing that, like what day would be best? And she was like, well, not Monday through Friday. That's the work weekend. Not Sunday. I was like, Saturday it is. So I was like, okay. <clears throat> That's nice. Um, so what are you calling your group? Uh, the wife helped me out as well with this. It's Pancakes, Bros, and Jesus. PB&J. Uh, makes me hungry for a peanut butter and jelly sandwich right now. You know, I'll tell you what. How, ba- how about I make that, but I fry it up so it's like a pancake. Whoa. I'll do that You're for you. are blowing my mind right now. So <laughs> um, we're just going to have to hit pause on this episode and go have some lunch. No, um, <laughs> so, so you went from, um, oh, heck no, there's no way I could lead, to where you're the one that tracked me down yes. to say, hey, I want to lead a group. Um, talk to me about how does that happen? Uh, well, so... I've come to terms to trust him wholeheartedly. Uh, before before I had Jesus, it was paycheck to paycheck. Um, everything was just average in my life. Um, and then living for him, giving my entire life to him, it went to zero to 50,000. Um, he blessed us with a home uh which i briefly touched on the last time i was on we had to move um he was speaking through you to to find me an actual career not just a dead-end job and so going from all that and to seeing my relationship with my sons just so much better my marriage is just phenomenal i completely trust him Mm. so when i started to to hear him want me to do this I true I didn't even think twice on no it was okay I just started thinking to myself and praying on it and asking you know men in my life like hey what do you think of this and and then I just went full force on it that's awesome so growing in a trusting relationship with Jesus is probably the key ingredient that has allowed you to be able to step into something that you're probably the only because he's asking you to do it do you feel comfortable doing it would that be safe to say uh i would say comfortable and no fear at all okay i just know it's going to be awesome because he's calling you to do it absolutely so help me understand what are some of the key ingredients that have gone into helping you develop that trusting relationship what what things have you done over the course of the last two, just a little over two years? What are some of the things that you have done to grow in that relationship? What are, and were there maybe specific people or things that helped you along the way? Well, um, definitely the small group. Um, having people in your life that want what's best for you, who are praying for you. Um, 
just going to them and talking to them and always leaving with just loving advice, um, that's a pillar right there. Because uh, before I, whatever friends I had, they they were nice people, but it wasn't always, they didn't always want what, what was best for me. Mm. Um, so that changed everything. And just seeking the word daily. You know, if it's reading, if it's listening to, I love listening to the Bible. I also read it, but I love listening to it. Um, just listening to, you know, God's music. Um, just, it changes how you think. Your thought process just goes to fully just on love and and on his word. So everything just changes. And I would, man, I'm going to leave it at that. I would say that's definitely, mm. that's what it is for me. So it's kind of like Paul in Ephesians 3 says that, I pray that you would understand the height and the depth and the width and the breadth of God's incredible love for you because mm -hmm. he knows that that's a starting place for this journey of faith to do the things God has called us to do that are frequently bigger, different, more than maybe we would have attempted on our own. Um, and I, I love what you're saying uh, because... At Manor House, our, our big why behind small groups, like why do we do small groups? Our why is to develop life-giving relationships. Mm -hmm. And so we want people to move from a place where, sure, maybe they have relationships, but we want them to have life-giving relationships. And, uh, and I always say, well, if we want people to have life-giving relationships and Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, then we better have relationships that are centered around Jesus because so he is life. And so if we are helping people walk forward in their relationship with the Lord, then we can say that this is a life giving relationship. We're actually giving them life in the process. And, um, and it just helps us grow in our confidence and, um, and I, I love what you say. Like I had friends and I had people that are, you know, like, they're nice people, mm -hmm. yet there was something different that shifted when you stepped into the family of God. That yes. you have people that are trying to not just encourage you to read your Bible and pray every day, so you'll grow, grow, grow. Mm -hmm. But like, hey, let's look at your let's look at your marriage. How's your marriage doing? Let's look at how are you doing with your kids. Let's look at okay, what's up with the job piece? How's the job going? Are you being are you being a worker in the job place that is honoring mm -hmm. to God? And then are you in a place that, you know, is putting you in a position where you can support your family long-term and all that kind of stuff. And, um, and then God's just faithful to open up opportunities and drop ridiculous blessings in our lives that we don't deserve yeah. and, um, pretty awesome stuff. So, um, I'm just inspired by, by your story. Honestly, you, you bring a lot of encouragement to me. Um, just because of your your heart to just continue to love God and to follow him in the simplicity of just like I loved the the nugget of wisdom that you dropped in the last episode when I said you got one more shot what do you say <laughs> and your your shot was really um, listen to the Holy Spirit and do what he says <laughs> and I'm like well alrighty then that pretty much sums it up and so I have no more things for this podcast to equip anyone with. <laughs> Listen to the Holy Spirit and do what he says in Jesus name. <laughs> Amen. Um, and so uh, really just exciting to see 
the journey that you've been on and um, and actually it's just more about why small groups those seemingly insignificant to me are so much the like the bedrock of a healthy church because you take people that maybe they're just going Sunday to Sunday to Sunday to Sunday to Sunday and by your own testimony you did the Sunday to Sunday thing for a long Mm -hmm. time a long stinking time without much impact at all and then once there was this surrendering to the Lord and an acknowledgement that you need other people to help in that growth process it's been pretty ridiculous actually the level of growth and yeah just life that's been happening all across the board in every every facet of your life and i think even being equipped to walk through hard seasons having yes. having the grace of god upon your life so that you can handle even you know the valleys right yep, yep. so um that foundation yeah that, that's exactly what it is it's Knowing him, loving him, talking to him daily. I mean, hard times are gonna come, but you're gonna if you stumble, you will get back up and you will be at peace while you go through it. And there's things that's happened that if it happened back then, I I don't know where where my family would be right now. Mm. So that's it's absolutely true. And another aspect is reading the Bible. You know, I wouldn't really get anything from it in the beginning, but to where I'm at now, I'm like reading the same things and it's like, it's a different Bible. It's, it's insane. Mm. You know, thank you, Rick. It's the power of the Holy Spirit breathing on those words and and bringing it to life. Do you, Um, do you remember when we, we first, uh, I started seeing you? Uh, I can't remember exactly what it was. I think I was talking about two different Pauls or something or Saul. Saul, yeah. It was Saul. And you were like, you know, just in a, that, that's a different time frame. I had no idea. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and you, you really were like shocked. Yeah. Well, that was actually the point where I began to realize, um, it, you know, it was, it was a shame on me kind of a moment because I hadn't, I hadn't stopped. And this is just an important lesson, I think, for us as leaders um, in the body of Christ to never assume that we know where a person is at in their journey but ask questions and listen and get to know where people are at. Because if I'm super honest, we met two or three times. Yes. <laughs> and I was I was on the completely wrong path with you. Like I was I was not helping you at all. And then all of a sudden it was in that moment where you were yep. you were telling me this story and yep. you were talking about King Saul in the Old Testament and then you were talking about Saul who became Paul. Yes in the new Testament and you were talking about them as if they were the same person. And suddenly it dawned on me. I was like, Oh, Oh, okay. Like he doesn't, he doesn't have any like context for what the Bible is all about. And then you gave me book after book. after book. (laughs) And so then we started around, we, I can't talk all of a sudden we started down a completely different path. And immediately began to see growth and yep. change and life. It was awesome. So um, I had a really awesome thought that I wanted to uh, step into right there is, okay, yes, this is where we're going now. Um, so now we're thinking about you, where you're at today, 
and you come across someone that is new-ish, let's say, in their journey with the Lord, and um, what what do you have to say to them? What do you encourage them to do in order to, at some point, you know, maybe they become a small group leader or they become, you know, whatever, whatever area God calls them into. Mm-hmm. What's your encouragement to them today? My encouragement is step out of your comfort zone. Whatever it is, step out. Um, pray, pray for it. But pray that knowing he's going to do it. Okay? He is faithful. And do not be afraid to reach out for help. Um, and for me personally, take whatever pride you have and throw it away. Okay. Don't have, just don't do that. Be humble and you will have certain convictions weighing on you. Pray for them intently. So, man, I love what you said right there about stepping out of your comfort zone. Uh, it makes me think of that picture. It floats around on Facebook all the time. Um, it's like the big circle and it's like comfort zone. And then there's this big X out outside of uh-huh. the comfort zone and it's like where all the magic happens. Yep. And, uh, and I think that's true because, um, you know, Hebrews 11 says that without faith, it's impossible to please God. And when we're in our comfort zone, it's all too easy to live our lives with zero faith. We don't have to trust God because we're, where we're at is where we're comfortable. Um, so that's what I love about what you're saying is, you know, listen to what the Holy Spirit's saying and do what he says yep. and know that when he's called you to do something, he who began a good work in you is going to be faithful to complete it. And so um, that's what I love about you is just your simplistic faith. He said it. I'm going to believe it. Let's go. Let's go yeah. do this thing. And so um, that's that's powerful stuff right there is pray, stay humble, and don't be afraid to ask for help. And I think that humility piece and the willingness to ask for help obviously flow hand in hand. And so, again, Justin, thank you so much for taking time um, to share a little bit more of your story and just that journey from from disconnected to um, small group leader. And and I just I know that this is even just the beginning. I really believe that you're going to be one that's going to step into even greater levels of leadership. Um, I actually see you being someone that's going to coach and equip. Um, small group leaders, that you're going to be a person that's going to see a lot of multiplication of the work that God's put in your hands simply because of your faithfulness to just uh, say yes to the thing that's in front of you that God's asking you to do. Um, so I just really appreciate you. I really honor you. And um, and again, like I said, you super inspire me and encourage me every day. I really value our friendship. And uh, so I'm thankful that you took time to be on here because I think your story is going to speak life into a lot of other people's hearts and spirits. And so if you're out there and you've been considering, um, you know, stepping into something like being a small group leader, but you feel unqualified, you feel like you're not good enough. um, I just encourage you to not listen to the live on the scene um, (laughs) people honking at each other. It's, it's, you know, (laughs) when you step outside of the studio and you record in real life, stuff like that happens. And so um, if, if you're there and you're feeling insecure, you're feeling like you can't do it, just know that the, the God who is calling you to this thing is much greater and is far big enough to handle 
any challenge that could come your direction. And so I would just encourage you, just like Justin said, hear the voice of the Holy Spirit and just follow and go for it. And don't be afraid to step out of that comfort zone. With that, um, again, always want to ask you to be a sharer. If you're being uh, blessed, benefited, encouraged by this podcast, if you could like, comment, share, um, just put it out there and let other people know that it is going on. I would love that. You can reach me at rickm at manorhouse.church for any comments, questions, or ideas for future episodes. Would love to make sure that the content we're bringing you is the stuff that's going to actually help you in the areas of ministry where you are called to. With that, we say God bless you and have the most amazing day.